Hey everyone, it's Jukebox, and you're listening to the Maritime Milsom Podcast. Brought to you by rap Canada, Tier 1 Scenarios, Jester's Tactical Sports Center, and Unanistan 3D Print and Cut. This week, Hooligan brings back Bricktop and Energy One from Command Bros, and James, aka RazaPB, to talk about the Nexus project. This week's guests are Dan and Jay from Punisher Paintball, and DZ All-Stars in Pittsburgh. And welcome to episode 52 of the Maritime Milsom Podcast. I'm your host, Hooligan, with me... T- Point two. Today, what? What? Ooh, somebody was talking. Fifty-two point two. Oh yeah, it's uh, episode fifty-two, version two point oh, because uh, mm-hmm. version one point oh decided to crash on us, and we lost a really badass episode. And I wasn't bitter at all. I didn't throw anything at all. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, like I was saying, so I've got uh, no nightmare, no guardian, but that doesn't matter. If anything, it's going to be a better show now. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I've got uh, I got Jester from Jester's Tactical Sports. Hello. Center, who is hello, uh, hello hello still trying to figure out that internal volume control. I've got uh, James uh, James. Pr- I can't pronounce your last name, James. Pretty uh, dumb. It's French, and yeah, have fun trying to pronounce it. Whenever you do try. Nope, not going to. You're just Raza. You're James or okay. Raza. Well, just uh, go by James Raza then. There we go. Raza. So, yeah. Uh, Raza, we're going to talk about your Nexus project in a minute. I've also got, let's see, just, i got a full house tonight. i got Bricktop and Energy. On the command, bros. What's up? Right. What do you do? What do you do? I like that. That was nice. Yeah, that was, uh, that was a <laughs> hell of a sound. It was great. Uh, and then we got, was it Jay and Dan from DC yeah. All-Stars? Yep. Yeah. Right. And it's why don't you get the music? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he got a little cry in the background. Sound like somebody's scratching a small baby's ass. <laughs> Woo, sound effects. Yeah. Definitely budget sound effects. That's uh, cool. the new kids in the block, though. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. yeah. It's the right stuff. <laughs> so we've got... Get it? Uh, new kids on the block, right stuff. So, yeah, we've got all sorts of people here. It's going to be awesome. Uh, so let's start off with uh, basically the, the core of what was supposed to be the other episode. Uh, James, or Raza, we're going to go with Raza, is working on this ridiculously huge project uh, called the Nexus, or which Nexus or Paintball Nexus or Paintball Nexus. He was leaning towards Nebula. No, he wasn't. I thought. No, no I thought you coined yeah. that. Yeah, you coined it, but I, he I can't did. It's it like a yeah. Star Trek. He Nebula. can. He's he's got to pay me a nickel every time he looks at it. That's why I'm not looking at oh, it. Oh, every time he looks at it. <laughs> yeah. Nickel. Oh, nickel? Somebody's must, getting robbed. That must be little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nick, will see the pickle. <laughs> uh, so, James, wow. kick it off, bud. Why don't you... Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, take it away, but Why don't you talk about your project? Explain to everybody here what you're working on. All right. So, if we're just going to jump into it like that with no uh, heads up or anything... What do you mean uh, no heads up? Hey, James. You were here for an hour and a half yesterday. Raza, I picked Raza, up the phone. Raza, yeah, yeah, Raza, yeah. Here's a heads up. Heads up. You're about to talk. Oh. But that's not what I meant by heads up. But anyway, <laughs> uh, Paintball Nexus, the 
basically it's a one-stop hub for popular and uprising paintball media. So you got your YouTube videos, or the more popular ones, and the uprising, obviously. You have your podcast, example, Hooligans mm-hmm. Podcast. Uh, you have your blogs, like Forge Tack and Bunker Flashbacks, or, yeah, we'll consider well, that. That counts as a blog. Yeah, we'll count as a blog. Then you got your magazines, like... Blog. What? He's just being a dick. Yeah, I'll just ignore him then. No, I... Um, then we got Magnet Monthly for magazines and Paintball Media, as well as any other media sources that are made aware to my attention. Like the Command Bros? Yes, the Command... Well, Command he would Bros. fall under YouTube, wouldn't they? Well, yeah, yes, I guess. We no, they're everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, basically, the main goal is to provide one place for all paintball media. So rather than going to Facebook to read what one person posted on your podcast or the podcast you want to follow and then go to Twitter and see what you posted there and Instagram, it's all together in one place. It will literally be maybe one, two, maximum three clicks to get to the show you want, unless, of course, you got to go to the next page, but we're not going to count that. Um... So basically, yeah, that's the main purpose of Paintball. I was about to say Paintball Media, Paintball Nexus. Um, I have run into a small, minor setback, which I'm hoping to solve by help of fellow players. So yes, I am swallowing my pride in saying this, but I am doing a GoFundMe. So yeah. Well, you know what? The project you're taking on is big. Like, it it doesn't. Websites aren't. Yes, websites are free, but good websites, like big websites, are not free. Are not free at all. No, uh, they take, this they podcast take time is not and money. Free, right? We we provide this podcast free to anybody who listens, but you know, it's it's not free to host this stuff. So you know what? Doing a GoFundMe is not. A bad idea. It's not a pride thing. It's not a pride thing. It's a, it's you want stuff to happen, right? So do it, and right. people can step up and help. They can, exactly. They can be a part owner of it by helping you fund it. Isn't that how GoFundMe works? Uh, no, that's Kickstarter. Oh. So you could do no. I don't know if you could do a Kickstarter. No, I don't think you could. Anyways. No, because there's no profits coming in from this. So. True, but there's that's not a big deal. So. Um, so what's everyone think? What do you guys think of the, of, of Raza's Bring It All Together project? Uh, it's about time somebody thought of that idea. One-stop shop. I think it's, it's going to work. It's the work Walmart good. of paintball. Yeah, the Walmart of paintball. <laughs> <laughs> the family dollar of paintball. Wait, what's that? I was, I was going to with, go with the mall of paintball, you know, oh. like that Uber oh, shop. Yeah, could... But Walmart kind of, I don't know, cheapens it. I don't know. Think, I'm just expecting to go to the website yeah. now, find a lot of poorly dressed people. You know what though? Cheap is good. Paintball is kind of expensive, and that's why a lot of people, you know, well, kind of veer away from it. How know? about how about low, low cost but high quality? Mm. Too many words. Let's just stick with the mm. Walmart paintball. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you make <Okay>. it. <laughs> You know, paintballers aren't the smartest people. <laughs> right. We we get hit in the head a lot. Right. <laughs> what means like a lot but cheap? Like boxers. Like surplus or uh, 
You don't want to say wholesale because that that intends that you know. We want like a. I guess it's gonna be like the Army Navy store of paintball. So there it be you go. Speedball, woodsball. Right. It's gonna be everything and anything. I got I like a paintball emporium. Mm. Ooh. Ooh. Now there's that a works. big word. Top yeah. shelf. Paintball emporium. <laughs> right. You can use that if you put CD <laughs> at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> paintball emporium. Oh, oh, you might have to change the name now. Right. So it's not Nebula. It's going to no, be No, we're not going with Nebula. Stop trying Nebula to push that. Nebula is kind of like... I just said, said we're going with Orium, so we can all sit there in our flannel shirts and our little old man canes and eat Werther's and be like, Hey, kids, welcome to my Emporium of Fantastic Wonders of Paintball. Right, right. Well, you saw some type of carnage. Girls shop free on Thursdays. <laughs> it's girls' night. Yeah, <laughs> girls' night at the paintball emporium. Right. No brawl. Oh, yeah, I don't think that is. <laughs> Can I say that? No shirt, no brawl. That's not how you size for a mask. That's not how you size her for a mask. Right. Yeah, I shop there. All I wouldn't buy anything. I just browse a lot. On Thursdays. Just on Thursdays. <laughs> it's yeah. Thursday. What are you doing? I'm going to go down to the paintball emporium and just look at stuff. Now, yeah. see how easy he said that? Paintball emporium. <laughs> Rolls off the tongue. The paintball emporium. Rolls off the tongue, man. Right here. You got to have an emporium. See, Raz, aren't you glad you came here? Emporium. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Your idea is great, but it's crap. What's crap? The name. He's got to change it to emporium. Oh, well, yeah. you see, Nexus is defined as a connection or series of connections linking two or more things. What? It makes me... That's too nerdy. I like a phaser. Right, because it's a textbook definition of it. You need dilithium crystals to attack your particles. He doesn't know what osmosis is, but he knows what a dilithium crystal is. That's the point. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> Every time you'd walk in, it would just like phaser sound would go off. <laughs> now we're all. <laughs> all right, who's got the best phaser sound? Go. That was there. <laughs> that was our. You're all winners. You're all winners in my book. There only could be one winner. No, no, no. The fact that nobody hesitated to make a phaser sound was <laughs> just great. I said pure and pure and pure a couple times. Oh, that was that was one with an accent. How how upper class of you there, Mr. Energy. There's other voices I'm not hearing about making phaser sounds. Yeah, they're too cool for no, that. No, I just yeah. I'm not a big phaser guy. Let me tell you something about DC All-Stars, okay? Dun, dun, dun. They're, they're more actors than phasers. They're, they're a lot more competitive than we are. Oh, so I was getting a phone call. Bad phone, somebody. We're getting this. This is, a, this is happening right now. Who's called? Yeah, we're, we're actually inside the Punisher Paintball, the store, and they're taking orders as we speak right now. Yes. Nice! Wicked. Look at that. We got... Everybody. They're, they're a lot more competitive, a lot more uh, straight edge when it comes to the game. You know, and when we play, you know, so we try to shoot and have fun. They play to shoot and kill. Gotcha. They don't say it, so, you know. Yeah. 
<clears throat> Anytime we have a problem, we have a question, we come to them because they really do know what they're talking about. But as far as uh, like making phaser sounds, tank noises, passing gas, yeah, they don't do that. <laughs> they win. They won one. They win just some small World Cup thing, and suddenly they're the best thing on the planet and can't make phaser sounds. <laughs> basically, basically, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> We're not that jaded, man. <laughs> There's always someone better out there. <laughs> See what I'm saying? So, so meticulous. We're not that jaded. There's always someone better than yourself. You know, some quoted. Yeah, I was. I was just the the gooder one of the day, and that's all I can say. <laughs> Any given Saturday. Any given Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We just had Reign Supreme. No, they're they're fun though, but honestly, <clears throat> like uh phasers noises and stuff, they they cuss at us. We're just <laughs> Star Wars. They need to let their hair down. Yeah, they're more Star Wars than Star Trek. Yeah. You know, okay. uh, so Star Trek is a Canadian thing. Star Wars is an American thing. You know what I mean? Uh, are y'all allowed to watch Star Wars in Canada? Or, no. Wow. Do they censor it? What are you talking about? We live on Hoth. <laughs> <laughs> yes, y'all do. do that. Right now, I've got about three inches of snow on the ground, and it's still coming. So wait, seriously, right now, there's snow down there? Yeah, it's snow right now. Oh my god. Can and we, I ain't talking uh, about the white rock. Either. I'm right in the snow. <laughs> and for me. <laughs> yeah, we're really <laughs> and you know, we right now it probably yet, so I'm kind of glad about that. But it's coming in about yeah, two. It's been days. raining here. Yeah. So keep well, that. That's how that, 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 They call it the, the lake the lake effect. Keep it up there. Because every time something comes down across those lakes from Canada, it's nothing nice. Yeah. because no, we get sick of it and send it down to the States. <laughs> the deep south. Yeah, the deep south of Pittsburgh. Yeah, right. Deep south of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. <laughs> we built this country, goddammit. <laughs> so, um, Raza, about your about your Nexus project. <laughs> it's not Nexus. Sorry, the Paintball Emporium. Right. Um, Nebula. No. Nebula <laughs> uh, Paintball UBN. Nexus. That's what it should be called. What was that? Cloud... What did I say? Cloud Nebula, Paintball Emporium, Nexus. Either way, either way, either way. <laughs> yeah, so with the Nexus, the speedballers have PV Nation. Like, that's what every speedballer goes to. I don't know what the Woodsball guys go to or scenario guys go to, but... Oh, we used to have Spec Ops Paintball, and don't get me on that rant because I'll go for another half hour on that one. Uh, but, but you know what? It's We kind of don't have anywhere to go. Yeah. You'll have Paintball... Emporium to go to soon. Right, we'll so, so paintball emporium is this is this supposed to be just for woodsball or is it for, for everyone? It's for everybody. 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 It's all the medias. So, so it doesn't how would, matter. How would you target like the, the the individuals on each side of the fence? Like what's going to make them want to come to paintball emporium because that's the one stop shop? Like how would they know what what, what will be the the cast twenty two? I mean, are you going to like, is there going to be like a, a small field in the back or, you know? No, it's a weird site. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I, just, I don't know what you're going on about here. Say Tron, guys. Oh, man. So, say, oh, this is, on, that's on that interweb thing, right? Yeah, the interweb. <laughs> we got to dial up the connect. I think, I think we confused them by the the whole uh, 
Well, <laughs> ladies night Thursdays. Right, yeah, right. Really, I was looking forward to that. <laughs> we could still do it. We'll yeah. just we'll about overnight we do one there. Standing <laughs> outside in the snow. We'll just watch. every Thursday when you go to the website, it'll just come up asking for your age. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> and a disclaimer. <laughs> if you see your mom or sister in here <laughs> Tell her I said hop and don't <laughs> Tell her say good looking. <laughs> so, James, how are you going to try and uh, get this out to both sides? Because if you if you only sell it to your Woods Ball players, your Milsom players, it, it might trickle over to the speedball world. But as much as we can play together, no problem. They don't normally mingle. Well, first off, it's not actually going to be selling anything, so I don't have to worry about one person liking it more than the next. And other part is there's this really neat thing in the site that I'm trying to get a hosting on, which is called um, SEO, which stands for Search Engine Optimizer. Basically what that does, yeah, ooh. Basically what that does is if I set it up right and you're searching up, say, a Command Bros video, and then you see all the links pop up on Google... And one of those links might actually be a link to my website showing the Command Bros. And then from there, you will go, hey, what's this website? Why is this here and not on YouTube? And why is it showing me YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and all the other fun stuff? And then you'll hit home, and then it'll show you all the other stuff. And then from there, it just kind of snowballs. One person tells the next, and then the new guy comes along. He's like, oh, I want to get in the paintball. And they Where tell I friends, at? and they tell two friends, and they tell two friends. And then they tell two friends. Nice. So, yeah. Well, I think it'll work. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be a lot of work. Like, it's going to be oh, yeah. to, to keep it going. But I think if you uh, put the time in, put the passion in, you know, and... Uh, and the GoFundMe stuff and everybody helps out. Right. A couple, couple porn links wouldn't help. Wouldn't help. <laughs> Would, right. It wouldn't help at all, no. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't hurt. <laughs> you know, it uh, wouldn't. It really wouldn't. <laughs> we don't mean like heavy porn neither, like Cinemax porn or something. Yeah. <laughs> Soft porn. Soft porn. Yeah, the, the cable TV after 11, right? Right, yeah, right, right. right. Uh, yeah. Not enough, but just enough. <laughs> <laughs> Just get the job done with less yeah. mess. You know what I mean? Don't be super satisfied. It's free. It's free. It's free. Scenes are just too short sometimes. <laughs> and not quite naked enough. But, you know, imagination. Oh, back to Paintball Emporium. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, before we get into a whole different conversation there. Right. Right. That'll be the make... uh, that'll be the late night show. We'll do. Maybe I'll have to do one of those sometime. We'll just mm. do a late night show with a big exclaimer on it. Be like, don't listen to it if you're under 19 <laughs> or 21 in the United States. I thought it was 18 for us. I don't know. Uh, I'm just going by drinking age. Uh, uh, what's your drinking age? 19. Oh wow. Eight, eight, 18 in Alberta and Quebec. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Or 15 if you start in the woods. That's where I lived, so it was like. That's all of Canada. (laughs) Pretty much. 
It's the last of the world of the uh, Wild Front. Yeah, that place too. Yeah, well, <laughs> you, you know, you know, Canada is a tough place to live when you know that Survivor Man guy. Uh huh. He he does that whole like seven days thing. He tried to do seven days in northern Labrador, and he only made it three. And they they pulled him out by helicopter because they were like, yeah, you can't do this. Like nobody can do this. Come on in. So that's where we live. Not Northern Labrador. I live in Northern New Brunswick. There's more people and more drugs. Unless, well, you live in like the murder capital of Canada, right? Me? Yeah. Yeah. It's like three people die a year or something. No, he said they got guns in this part of Canada. No, no, there's just uh, two and a half people that die a year. Uh, Don't ask where the other half goes. Right? Yeah. It's that's the serial killer. <laughs> well, I've been here a year. I've been in this small mountain town a year. Sorry, Hill Town. Jester doesn't call Thank it a you. mountain. Thank you. Thank uh, you. They're not mountains here. Right? I've been here a year, and there's been... And this is a small town. And there's been... Uh, let me think. Two knives. Two knifings. Uh, three shootings. Three murders and a bank robbery. Bank so those listening to this show around the world, come to Canada. We're friendly, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Real friendly. Drink beer and syrup. <laughs> Sometimes at the that's same time. <laughs> that's a hell of a drink. Hey, James, you from um, Canada? Yeah, I'm here in Canada, Ontario. That doesn't count. He's on the uh, other side of the lakes from you guys. Right. Yeah. Right. What do you mean Ontario doesn't count? Ontario's you not need really your, Canada. Do you need your passport to come to Toronto? Yeah. No, but y'all talk funny. Well, well I'm not going to argue with that. Do you need a passport to go to Canada? You do not. Uh, I don't yes. know. Yeah, do you need a passport to come into Canada, yep. like from the U.S.? Yeah, yes. my oh, brother okay. just went on a bear hunt, and they go through, uh, you know, across the border, he needed a a passport, so. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, when did they start that up? A few years ago. Oh, okay. I yeah, uh, <laughs> sneaking across the border and shit. Right. Still all our jobs. <laughs> yeah. No, that's the wrong direction. Oh, my uh, fault, my fault. We haven't fallen in that direction yet. Yes. Yeah. They're stopping us at the border going into the U.S. And we're like, look, I don't have anything on me. I need to get across the border to buy it. Right. <laughs> and they're like, no, no, Trump's hair said you got something illegal in there. Trump's hair. Um, <laughs> you guys think about what's the, what's the Canadian view on Trump? Uh, he's hilarious to listen to. Lo- lovely hair. Like, I watched the yep, news. very entertaining. Like, it's like watching the Comedy Network when he talks. <laughs> so... What would Canada do if Trump actually became president? Um, you'd see how fast our construction companies can build a wall. No, actually, we wouldn't care. You'd see like the Canadian people would just sort of sit back and go, "Eh, <laughs> he's not here." We're, you know, if they keep coming up, we'll just keep going north. They'll stop eventually. <laughs> Cue to play Iron Maidens, run for the hills. I would think they'd be like, "Oh, it's a free for all in the United States now. You can do anything." Right. Yeah, or maybe we'll head down to the States. Everyone will show up, and we'll just be like, we're taking all your jobs. Yay. Yeah, we're here for the purge. <laughs> oh, the purge. I can't we're wait. We're going to annex the America. Annex the America. You guys will maybe be we'll burn down the White House again just for fun. you got to get an army first. Yeah, you guys came down to here for uh, We have one. You do understand. You hey, Mounties don't count as an army. No, no, they don't count. We burned down your White House with two rowboats full of uh, Maritimers. Yep. That was it. That's all it took. Twenty-four 18, people. 12. Yeah. yeah, we burned it down twice because the first time <laughs> it didn't work. We weren't happy. 
No, it worked. We just were like, mm, let's do it again because they, they're getting cocky. Wait, is that supposed to be the history? They don't teach us this history. No, they don't teach you that. I know. Yeah, we burned down the White House. We never heard about the Big Bad Canadians. We never heard about the Big Bad, anything of Canadians. No, all you guys hear about is Laura Secord and how she made chocolates and she saved the war from going on any longer because she... Actually, we didn't even hear that. Who's she? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's how bad... Sorry, you guys heard... We heard about hanging on the wrong beach during D-Day. Ah, that's bullshit. Never went back. <laughs> it's the wrong beach. Yeah. Canadian. It's, it's the wrong beach. No, no, no. Now we're going to make it the right beach. We're just going to invade from the other direction. Was it the wrong beach? We're no. All right. <laughs> it was, it was it? Yeah, like Americans would know absolutely nothing about Canadian history, unfortunately. That's Which is funny because we know more about your history than we know about our own. That's how America runs. We want everybody to know about us and everybody else is insignificant. I get, like, James, do you know who the first prime minister of Canada was? Of course not. No idea. Do you know who the first president of the United States was? Of course not, because we don't have a prime no. minister. No, president. <laughs> oh, no, president. I can't say I do. I'm bad with history. I'm fantasized by it, but I'm bad with it. Do you fantasize by it or fascinated? Oh, who founded Canada? Who founded Canada? I shouldn't be saying this, because that's not politically correct, but it wasn't yeah. lost. I, <laughs> why start now? Why start now, Brick? <laughs> right, right. Who conquered? <laughs> Who conquered Canada? <laughs> that depends on when you want to start with, because you know technically the Vikings showed up first. Yeah. Well, actually, well, people here before Canada, there was there was people here first. Right. Vikings everywhere. And then the white people showed up as Vikings in Newfoundland, and they were like, "Yeah, this place is bad, but we're going home." And then they left. Yeah. They were yeah. And, and then 1982, we set up a. <laughs> right? And that's when we decided to set up camp. Is in 1982. When yeah. James Brew came out is when that was officially a country. Right. Yeah, that's exactly. not just a movie. That's a documentary. On- <laughs> I love that documentary, man. It's one of my favorites. SCTV. <laughs> telling you. Second City TV all the way. Right. Oh, yes. I grew up not even realizing that was Canada. <laughs> Did you ever watch Kids in the Hall? Unfortunately, yeah, I did. That was Canadian, too. I know. Let's not talk about that. Who's got the phasers? Uh, that was Obama calling me. <laughs> he just does that. Calls Brick Top. Like, I, I mean, told him like, I'm doing the podcast. I said, look, Obama, I'm doing a podcast. I'm talking to my people in Canada. Right. Hold up. Yeah. He's anxious because of all this stuff that's going on here. Right. You know? yeah. He's yeah. let it wait. Yeah. It always does. I mean, you know, he likes talking to the command bros. Every once in a while. Right. Interrupt, interrupting the podcast. Thanks, Obama. Thanks, Obama. Well, yeah, see, he's only allowed to be in for eight years if he wins. Canada, our guy, if he wins, he can stay in forever. I might need to run in Canada. (laughs) (laughs) Said Russ. Would you like me to be your almighty leader? (laughs) Well, the last one promised to legalize weed, so I don't know where you're going to go from there. Everybody Crack get- for everyone! Crack <laughs> for everyone in Canada! <laughs> well, we do have free health care here, so that would work out fine. Yeah. Get loose. Anything so what can want. we give them? Prostitution legal? Yes. Would y'all vote for me then? It is legal. Oh, wow. Why well, we sort of. Say- it's legal to be a <laughs> prostitute. Okay, okay, it's free health care, legal drugs, and legal sex games. Why are we here? Snow. <laughs> It snows. It snows. <laughs> That's why. It's Canada keeps the ice from Canada, from uh, what I hear. Move to I, BC. I issue you like snowshoes and a, and, and a sled when you're born. <laughs> Get a snow shovel when you're born. <laughs> like, <here> you <laughs> well, 
that's part of your citizenship, right? So when you right. become a Canadian citizen, it's like here's your toque, here's your hat, or here's your shovel, and uh, your red flannel underwears with the pocket in the back. <laughs> here's your case of beer. Have fun. Yeah, here's your case of beer. We know you're American, so take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> so James, where did you play at? Uh, I've well, I actually ref at a paintball field in Lancaster, Ontario. Um, aside from that, which is called General Splatter's Paintball, I've been to PRZ or Z to please everyone out there. Thank you. I've, <laughs> I've been to Army Man Paintball up in Nova Scotia. I've been to Jester's, but unfortunately Woo-hoo! put me to work. So <laughs> tell, tell us about tell us about Jester's. I mean, he put you to work. What happened? Uh, we built a shelf. Yeah. yeah. We built <laughs> shelves. Plural. Not one. Plural. We built shelves. Sorry. Okay. So. And nice. you got to see the fields. Yes. And you slept on the couch. Yeah, after I slept in the tent, and then uh, Valkyrie gave you shit for that. that yeah, was... she did. Yeah, I heard about that. It was funny. Is, so. is this what we can expect when we come up? Right. Do we got to sleep in a tent, in boss? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. The house, the house is on the land now, and see, we he didn't actually big house, boss. <laughs> yeah, you guys, you guys can go to the big house. Wipe your feet. <laughs> Living good now, boss. <laughs> hey, Jester, I got a cool question. Who was the? Uh... Girl with the red bandana in the pictures. In the red bandana, that would be the lovely jukebox. Ah, tell jukebox the command bro said hello. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, hooligan, you want to field that one? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Friend. When she gets home, I'll let you know. Oh, oh, oh. Back at her, back at her. I didn't mean that red bandana. <laughs> the other one with the, the, other the other red bandana. Oh, all that. Yeah, the other red bandana. Looking good, hooligan. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. A beard. <laughs> I meant beard. Who was the guy with the red beard? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Um... What was I saying? <laughs> hey, why did he leave? Why did who leave? Who left? Uh, Jester left. Oh, oh yeah. his internet's crap. He got that dial up. Uh, so almost. Yeah, the AOL still, huh? <laughs> 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 uh, so, uh, Bricktop, you guys, do you guys work on anything? Anything new? Um. Well, it's the winter time, so we're the command bros, and because of the Flexion of our skin, we don't like the snow all like that. So we will not be playing in the snow. Bricktop's trying to get me to play in the snow, but I refuse to do it. Oh, I love playing in the snow. Come on. I might Wait. do it, but right now in my mind is no. So right now we're going to try to work on like uh, advertisement sponsors, uh, tutorials, tutorials, things to get people prepared for next season. Nice. Nice. So, um, we got a little movie we're working on that we did the, uh, the Undead. Um, event which I believe will probably never come out, but who knows? But uh, it'll be out. I definitely do know that we're going to start doing like gear reviews and try to get people who um, want to start uh, woods balling. Uh, we're trying to direct them in the cheapest possible way for them to have a good time and get the feel that they want. So that's basically what we're going to be working on for the next couple months. 
until like the snow goes away, which hasn't came yet down here, but we know it's on its way. Nice. That's the agenda. Plus, we also want to try to um, we want to try to set up a schedule where we can get five major paintball uh, games games that we can uh, go to scenarios within either Western Pennsylvania or from Western to mid, uh, you know, mid USA, yeah, mid Midtown USA. And then just try to get a schedule up and just try to get as, as much more involvement as possible to get it circulating and get people more on the bandwagon. So that's basically what we're going to try to do. But um, pretty much we're going to do it the way we always do. We just wing it and see what happens. But that's the that's the plan. It doesn't mean that it actually work out that way. But usually it does. It usually comes out pretty good. Though. So that's and we're awesome. going to start practicing speedball. Yeah, that's that's another another thing. You know, we're going to be working with DC All Stars. They're going to start really, act, you know, uh, critiquing us on our paintball skills with the speedball skills, which is a little faster, a little bit more aggressive, uh, a lot more competitive. And we get yelled at a lot by them. I don't know why, but we do. You're not going to wear that, are you? We're, we're older than them, but they treat us like they're kids. Like, what are you doing? What, what, what is this? You're not going to use that, are you? And I'm like, uh, no, I was just seeing what it looked like. Uh. <laughs> no, I'm totally not. No, I'm not going <laughs> to. I, I put on this one shirt. What was it? What was the, uh, it was a What was it? It was panty. A bounce pad. Yeah, oh, but, yeah, bounce pad, chest protector. Now, look, in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, this this will stop the paintballs from hurting. And he's like, uh, yeah, you're not going to wear that, right? I'm like, no, nah, I was just checking it out. Like, <laughs> like wait, that's gay. We think that's that's corny as fuck. Yeah, like, real paintballers don't wear that shit. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll just say, it just looked me muscular. I thought I was going to get it for my kids or something, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, they help us all the time. They try to keep us on a, in the right path. And, right. and in turn, we try to bring that to people who don't know anything about paintball, you know, and just... No, each one teach one. That's how we we were yeah. brought up. Right. Nice. So it, it it's it's gonna be a we're we're expecting an explosively fun year next year, and that's right. how we're gonna do it. Wicked. Yeah, we've pretty much got the same plan here with the podcast. I don't know how many big games I've invited to across the country. And there's yeah. like, oh, you should totally come out. And I'm like, yeah, I'll just hop a flight across the country. Yeah, people don't understand that. They act like we have our own uh, personal command bro jet. Like, you know, we right. are yeah. people with jobs and kids and stuff. Yeah. Like, if, uh, if I well, did have my own command bro jet, I would go anywhere. But Never like, mind the jet. Do you guys have your own chauffeur? Uh, Yeah, I'm I'm him. Yeah, <laughs> Energy is the command bro chauffeur. Yeah. I ride shotgun and DJ. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, designated <laughs> DJ. Designated yeah. DJ. Designated. And, and <laughs> action sucks. Just to, uh, <laughs> Well, since uh, you're a chauffeur, do you know where to get one of those nice chauffeur hats? Yeah, actually, I do. Um, you can go to, uh, no, I'm just playing. I don't, I don't know what he did. Oh, speaking of which, James, I fully expect you waiting at the airport for me with a sign, like, written on cardboard and black marker. Shut up, just shut up, says, shut up. Cardboard? Well, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what they no, do. I'm going all out on this. Good. I yeah, expect I a full you, sign. Go to the just... airport because we can't afford airplanes. We picked you up from the mega bus station. <laughs> Right. You can go anywhere from a dollar. And your name to is food. written on a bag at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't see it, you ass out. Yeah. <laughs> no sense. And if you don't have like this little stickers off, we might not let you in the car. Right. You know the, the monopoly. Right. <laughs> need boardwalk. <laughs> if you ain't got boardwalk, you ain't getting in. Yeah, boardwalk. We're not picking you up. <laughs> we do want to. We do want to try to make a, a trip to Canada next year. Though. Right. So That'd that, be cool. We'll have to. Uh, but we're trying to we're trying to pick a spot where it's like closest to everybody. So once we get up there, we can sort of have access. We definitely have to go to Kill House because that's our sponsor. But like we want to try to go to somewhere, you know, so we can like, go to you guys, check your field out, 
put you on a command bro uh, show and stuff like that. It just it just works out better for everybody. Um, the more places we go, the greater the paintball experience for everyone. So that's what we're really trying to do. Is it going to happen? It depends on you know the capital that we can raise or how yeah. much money comes out of my pocket. Definitely. The uh, I think the best field to probably go to for if you want to like go somewhere and play somewhere that you've never experienced before. You I don't know if you have that down in uh, Pennsylvania. But uh, like the field that uh, James plays at is PRZ or PRZ. Uh, it's an abandoned, well, it's not abandoned, decommissioned military hospital. Let's mm, be clear. I've only played there twice. Okay, so well, this is this is this is like a close quarters game. Is all well, it's this huge compound. So there's outdoor fields uh, as well. So it's on both sides of this these buildings, and it's three three main buildings. Two of the buildings are three stories tall. Uh, the thing is massive. Uh, on the outside is just these huge fields with woods and open fields with bunkers and whatnot. Uh, and then you've got uh, these massive buildings that you can go up three flights of stairs and shoot out the windows down at people. Uh, the buildings are actually still used by the army and by the police force for breaching training. Mm. So you'd go, I guess you'd go, I was talking to the guys that own the field and I was talking to them and uh, they said they'd they'd leave say uh, like on a game on Sunday they'd all pack everything up and they'd leave and then they'd come back uh, later that week and find new holes in the walls because the the army just blew out a wall because they decided to, to blow out a wall. Uh, we don't like this wall. We're getting rid of it. <laughs> right. So it's uh, it's We're pretty. We're right? Yeah. Army. Where's it at? Ontario. In Ontario. Picton, uh, Ontario. Yeah, they did. Okay. <laughs> PRZ. It's uh, just, yeah, type in PRZ paintball, and it's just an amazing field. I had such a good time there. Have y'all been to Living Legends yet? No, not yet. That's my I plan somehow to get there next year. So okay. are we. We're trying to go next year, too. It'll be kind of cool if we can, like, sync up and try to go on the same activity. You know what I mean? That'll be, like, really... That'd be wicked. Yeah, man, if we all hit up Living Legends, because then it'd be, like, it'd be us, you guys, Reaper, Aztec... Uh, Wolf Wolf would be there He's Slim would probably be there You know like Yeah that would be like an all star You know a living legend that'd, I think that would be great for everybody to uh, oh, just Expand be... their, their Networking skills Yes and, you know, just wicked to shake hands and you know, yeah, actually yeah. See people talk to them Shoot each other in the face. Right? There's yeah. no better way to learn uh, somebody. No better way to meet your heroes than to shoot them in the face. And you know what? I'm, I'm always getting shot in the face. I hate that. Like, <laughs> I swear, it's, it's, it's every new every time I go to a field. Or actually, His just, face attracts balls. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. Oh, whoa. <laughs> Not that type of ball. But, yeah, for some reason, you know, and I always get shot in the face, and it goes right through my mask, and it's always paint in my mouth. So that's like, you know, a consistent thing with me. At least that, uh, what was that? What, three Rivers? Yeah, Three Rivers. Three Rivers. That's just something that happens to me all the time. But I would like to, you know, share this experience with you guys. But on the other end. So is it possible I could shoot you in the face with my balls? <laughs> I'm sure James wouldn't mind that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But yeah, it would be. Now listen, not only does the DC All-Stars speedball but they also work out of pittsburgh punisher paintball store yeah so let's hear about that so 
Punisher Paintball. I've seen the videos. I've seen some of the pictures. Uh, it looks like a pretty wicked place. What's what's that? Punisher Paintball, the the store. It looks like yeah. yeah. So we do uh, we do like ninety percent of our business online. Um, you know, we do a lot of international orders. Uh, you know, Brazil, Germany. You know, all over the uh, UK, pretty much uh, Europe. So uh, I mean, it's it's fun because you get to inter- you know. You connect with all these people from all over the world who, you know, have the same passion you do for paintball, which is pretty sweet, you know. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, other than that, I mean, uh, you know, the, the guys come in, you know, we, we talk shop most of the day and then, uh, you know, hang out, have some good laughs with our, like, customers that come in complaining or, mm-hmm. you know, just talking bullshit stories about how they kicked everyone's ass at the paintball field one weekend. Like, it, it's funny. <laughs> Right, and then you ask him, "Where's the video?" Be like, "Well, but the camera wasn't working that day." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you always hear, you always hear this. This one guy comes in all the time, man, talking like ex Army Ranger, talks all this shit. <laughs> yeah, the you know, and like, uh, it's just I know he's not a good paintball player, you know, on the field, but you know, he talks so much shit. <laughs> it's it's fun, really, though. I, yeah. I like watching it. It's it's ever since. Uh, I guess, yeah. Ever since uh, I've, I've, we've been coming to the Punisher, I swear it's a ball experience. You know, we have so much fun down here. You know, it's, and and it's it's just you know cutting out bull, bull BS in. I'm trying not to swear because that's like every other word for me. But uh, yeah, yeah, it, it's a good experience. And and like you know, this is one of the few paintball stores that I've been to that the people were just so interactive and down to earth, and I like that. You know, there there really weren't any too much like egos, like ah oh, egos, you stuff, stuff, stuff. They they gave us everything that we needed. They anytime we had any questions, they were always you know more than happy to help us. You know, and like like now they're trying to you know train us to get speedball, and really I know they just want to shoot us. Yeah, but, you know, they're, they're disguising yeah, it. Like yeah, we should train you guys with speedball. They just want to you know. Oh, so in Canada, I mean, most of you guys order from Badlands or what? Uh, it's a mixture between say like. Badlands is pretty much where a lot of the speedballers go. Yeah. Uh, for us, Milsim guys will will order anywhere from uh, Badlands if they got a really good deal. Uh, they've pretty much got the monopoly on the country now. Like right. If, if you're how, yeah. If you're trying to start an online business, you're you're bob you're probably ordering your stuff from Badlands. Yeah. Because they're the wholesaler, right? So there's right. things like uh, Ripples Industries Paintball. They're a shop out of uh, I want to say Toronto. Maybe not. Uh, I um, think that sounds right. But they do a lot of their business online. There's a, there's a website just called CanadianPaintball.com, and then there's PaintballGear.ca. But uh, most of the time, nine times out of ten, you're ordering from uh, Badlands or from the manufacturer's uh, resellers. So. Right. Yeah. See, that's that's how it is in the states too. Like uh, you have ANS Gear, who has yeah. the monopoly, and like to be honest. I mean, we're doing okay, but ever since, like, the economic crash in 2008, like, paintball took a turn for the worse. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so, I mean, like, you know, we're still doing okay, but we're not doing what we used to be doing, which sucks. But uh, it's almost impossible to start up your own, you know, online retailer or website for paintball because it's just – there's too many too many big, big-name companies already have the market – you know, corner. Right. Odds are you're buying your stuff from your, com- exactly. from your competitor, which, yep. you know, exactly. It's yeah, it's rough, and uh, and because of that, there's a lot of uh, buying used and trading, mm-hmm. uh, especially yeah. here in the Maritimes, where uh, 
there's like a group of I'd say about 150 of us that we all see on a regular basis. So we're all just trading each other's gear. Oh yeah. So uh, or buying used off field owner. So field owner will buy it for wholesale and then they'll uh, use it themselves or something and then sell it for cheap. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I'm like I'm more inclined to help out people who are you know my you know daily cut or you know monthly customers. You know, if I buy a gun for a thousand bucks and it retails for like fifteen hundred, you're damn right I'm gonna hook the guy up for like you know eleven hundred, maybe twelve hundred dollars. You know, so yeah, you got to make a bit of coin, but you're not gonna take it to the bank. But I mean, dude, paintball is expensive as hell, and it's not it's not gonna get any cheaper, you know, anytime soon. So no, and I mean, it's the worst part too is a lot of people are. They'll look at the sport and they'll just be like, "Oh, well, I got a uh, a Tibbin for a hundred bucks." It's like, "Well, that's great, but but you realize you have to buy cases of paint yeah, that's every time you go, that. right? Like it's yeah. Yeah. that's wow. why, like, um, you know, it's real beneficial to own a field too, just because uh, I mean, that's where the money is in paintball. It's not in the retail anymore. It's 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 in it's the in fields. The, it's in the paint. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And. That's where I get into big arguments with people, too, because they'll just be like, well, you know, that field charge is $65 a case, so I'm never playing there again. And I'm like, and you're an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. That's a cheap – I mean, that's a, you know, that's a good uh, price yeah, for paint. You know? oh, yeah. there's, a, there's a field in PEI, uh, small province, East Coast Canada. It's an island. It literally has two exports. It has potatoes and it has tourism. That's it. Um, and there's a paintball field there, and the guy's on the boardwalk of all the tourism stuff. Like, you're driving down the road, and there's hotel, hotel, a motel, cottages, cottages, and then his field. Oh, wow. So, And it's right next to, like, a gift shop and the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum. And it's, Holy shit. Right? So he, and you can walk to a campground from his field. So he charges something like $80, $80 a case. But yeah. what a lot of people don't realize is like his land and he's it's not a it's not just a speedball field. This guy has like a full-size woods ball field. Mm. Like this guy must be paying out the nose for land. Property tax alone would be insane. So he does definitely does not own the property. No, he leases it. Oh wow! Right. So when people are like, "Well, he charges too much for paint," I'm like, "Nah, man." Dude, that's not even that bad, man. I mean, Thomas USA charges what a hundred a case. Yeah, we got places right right around us, like Three Rivers charges eighty five, maybe to a hundred depending on the paint quality. Yeah. And then you got Skirmish USA, which is like one of the biggest fields. Uh, they charge about a hundred bucks yeah. a box. Right. It's yeah, and I mean we've got fields up in Ontario where I live in the part of the country I'm in. Uh, Seventy dollars a case is expensive. Okay. Uh, Seventy-five is outlandish, but there's places in Ontario where James lives that a hundred and twenty dollars a case is normal. Jesus. <laughs> so it's ridiculous, and I mean a hundred and twenty dollars a case. Yeah, I'm gonna bust out the pump or the magfit marker for that. Like. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna buy a bag. Thanks, but I it wouldn't be. I wouldn't be able to play paintball if it was that much, dude, up there. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's hard. We uh, here in the Maritimes, we're pretty lucky. A lot of our fields, our land is cheap, except for Prince Edward Island. Our land is dirt cheap because it's forest. Right. None of it's developed, so it's pretty decent that way. Well, yeah, because that's what you want too. Yeah, was right. But what we don't have here is uh, we don't have 
a legitimate, like fully set up brick and mortar paintball store. Uh, There's not one in New Brunswick, Nova Scotia, PEI, or Newfoundland. Wait, so Hooligan, what what field is like your home field then? Um, that's hard to pinpoint. So I technically live ten minutes away from a field uh, okay. called uh, JBC Paintball, which is, I mean, if I played at it more often, I guess I'd be considered my home field. But uh, I'm a bit of a nomad. I I typically won't play the same field twice in a row. So you have no, like, affiliate – you're not, like – you don't work or you don't have any, like, real affiliation with a field? Not really. The closest thing to that would be Jester's Field where I just sort of help him out every now and then when I'm down that way. But he lives Uh four hours away from me. Oh, damn. So I have no affiliation with any field or except for uh, Jester's. I'm technically – I don't know. He considers me a sponsored player, but like I said, I'm four-hour drive away from his field. Right. So – but I have no affiliation. Shit. Yeah, it's it's pretty brutal, and it's funny because a lot of people will talk about their fields like the greatest things since sliced bread, and I will just tear it to shreds. Cause yeah. I've been to so many fields. I know I know people who play the same field every weekend, no mm-hmm. difference. Yeah. They might play two different fields in a year, and I'm playing a different field every weekend. Yeah. Oh, that's so, awesome, dude. It's expensive, is what it is. <laughs> uh, that, that too, man. I mean, I travel, so we'll do like you know, uh, an NXL circuit. You know, this event or this year, this past year, it was one PSP event and then three NXL events. Next year, there's five NXL events, so we have to practice. We practice at two different fields, one in Pittsburgh and then one like an hour away, and then we have to travel to all these different places. But like, again, like I, I wouldn't be able to afford paintball up in Canada just because of how much the the pain is and you know the availability of the you know equipment you have to buy from i'm never used to paying wholesale or not wholesale but full retail rather for paintball equipment i guess i'm kind of lucky in that aspect but um he's spoiled yeah <laughs> i mean if you guys if you guys needed help with you know any of your equipment or anything man i mean i'm not trying to steal business from you know your go-to store but i mean i would definitely be more inclined to help you guys out see what happens when you hang with the command bros <laughs> Yeah. Networking just falls from the sky. <laughs> uh, yeah, that'd be that'd wicked. Be great guy. Uh, if you mention Command Bros to them, you get a ten percent discount. No, you get no. What was it? What was it? Uh, These guys can't it. even do it right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about that, man. Just, uh, just you know, yeah. Just hit me up on or send us an email or whatever. Just be like, hey, Jay, it's Hooligan or it's James, uh, and you know, I'll definitely work out a price for you. See how he talks to us like kids? <laughs> yeah, don't worry about those kids. They're just over there. Yeah, just go drink your juice box. Get out. Right. <laughs> Is that what I'm drinking, juice? It's uh, pretty good tasting juice. Just shut up and drink it. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I said, I don't really have a go-to store. I mean, if I need something, I'll usually buy it from uh, whoever's got a good price at the time. I have no, yeah. I have no loyalty that way. I'll buy from, buy from Jester because... You know, if I'm there and he's... Oh, no, absolutely. But um, I can't really think of the last thing I really bought that was expensive. Actually, I do. It was a marker, and it was used. Well, once you've been playing for so long, you pretty much have everything. (laughs) Well, that's just it. I'm just now in the point where I'm buying replacement lenses. It's like my regular purchase now. I'm just like, oh, need a new lens. Now, what guns guns do you guys shoot? 
Oh, Jesus, buddy. I've got access to uh, Timber 98 Custom, X7 Phenom, a Tip X, a TGR2, uh, Invert Mini. Um, I used to have a Proto, but it the solenoid shot in it, and I've just been too lazy to order a new one. Yeah. I uh, thought I had another one. Milsig? Oh yeah, I used to have a four six eight, and now I've got a Milsig on my way, on its way. At least it should be on its way. Yes, yes, it's sending out tomorrow. Good. I finally got all the packing stuff. Fantastic. Um, yeah, that's <coughs> what I've got access to. Nice, James. What about you? Uh, four six eight with a broken lock bolt because I decided to open and try and clean it. Dumbass. Yeah. That marker is oh. not user friendly to take apart. Well, it's not that I had a hard time or anything. It's just the spring bounced the <clears throat> bounced around on me. Then I finally found it. Then it came out again a second time, and after that, I just kind of lost it. So <laughs> lost the spring, the tiny little yeah. spring. Yeah, excellent. And that's, that's great. My other, the only other marker I currently run, which is kind of my pride and joy, is a Ram P99. So her name is uh, Haruhi. And Jester wants her. Nerd. No, Are I'm just kidding. About the the Rap 4 one? The P99 or? Yeah, Rap 4. Okay. Shit. Nice. So. What are you running? Me, dude, I run a, I run a, either a, a Lux 2.0 or a, a Geo 3.5. Lux. Now that's something I wouldn't mind owning. I mean, it's, it's made right down the street from us. That's why, you know. Oh, somebody's got an order coming in. Give me a call. Let's see what do we got here. What house? Phone. Let's, I'm going to do this. Put it on speaker so you guys can hear, right? Punisher's paintball. Your request will be removed from my call list. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit call, dude. That's great. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, no, I've... Uh, I've lusted over the Luxus for a while. Yeah, I mean, dude, there's a lot of Canadians that shoot them. Oh, yeah. No, there definitely uh, are. I think it's because of the cold weather. I mean, they seem to perform, like, the they're, the, like, one of the highest-grade markers anyway, but uh, they're probably, like, the best in cold weather. For sure. The the cold up here, and it's, the cold up here can be either, like, a dry cold or a warm, like, a moist cold. It's, it just depends right. on the day. So, one oh, day it can be freezing cold, and the balls are just brittle, or... Yeah. They hit you, and it's just they, they like, froze midair. So. Dude, I was talking to one Canadian last year, like, in uh, in January, and he said it was, uh, don't quote me on this, but I think he said it was, like, negative 20 out. With, Celsius, though. Yeah, well, whatever, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're American. Yeah, and uh, he's like, yeah, that's it's the only time they get to play, and it's at this indoor facility, but uh, there was no, no heat in the building, but they still played. Yeah, I play at minus 20 regularly. Yeah, that's crazy to me. Yeah. I've played in a blizzard. That was fun. That's, that's not uh, snowballs counted? Uh, blizzard would be fun in paintball. That would be dope. The, that was, a, that was a different game. would be like really cool. There was, uh, yeah, there was one game I played in a blizzard, and then there was another game I went back to the same field uh, later that winter, and I ran out of paint, so the ref yelled out that snowballs count. <laughs> and I, I took the flag with snow. I tried to take the flag with snowballs, and uh, lost miserably because I'm trying cool. to run through like waist deep snow while throwing snowballs, and 
It's just not happening. It's a good time, though. Funny as hell. That does sound fun. Right? Yeah. Come up to Canada. We know how to party. Yeah, we'll be in Canada soon. Yeah. Wait, wait. They gave a... You guys told us what month to come in. It was like August, right? For you guys? Yeah, August. Yeah. August is probably your best month. Because, uh, yeah, it's starting to cool down a little bit in August. Cool. So it'll be like... They said it'd be extreme temperatures up there. Where's extreme hot for y'all? I've seen it hit plus 40. Which, let me try, let me convert yeah. that for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it's 49. Oh, like, what the fuck is that? Uh, I've seen it hit 104 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, okay. okay. So That's it hot. can go from 104 Fahrenheit to I've seen it as cold as. Uh, let me see here. You must have your little calculator out. I've seen it uh, go from 104 Fahrenheit in the peak of the summer to minus 40 Fahrenheit at the cold of the winter. Yeah, that's cold as shit. Yeah. So it's extreme. That's our year. It goes from 104 Fahrenheit all the way down to minus 40 and then all the way back up. All right, August is the thing then. August, September is a good date that we'll try to swing. And what we'll try to do is we'll try to uh, do it between some big events. So it's like, because the the place that you're talking about in Toronto, right? Yeah. That's the one with the the, uh, base, the Army base? Yep. Now, how far is that from you guys? 18-hour drive. Wow. Wow. I've done it before. I did it... uh, when did I go? When, when was I last in, in Picton, James? I was down your way in September, and you were down a few weeks after I was. So I'd say, yeah. Yeah, it was in October, and that was uh, it. Equal, it was 18 hours of if you just start to stop, it'd be 18 hours. Uh, but taking into account stopping because we drove in the middle of the night and trying not to fall asleep, so we needed a coffee every two hours. It took us about 20 hours of driving, 22 hours of driving. We drove up. Uh, we got there Friday morning. We paintballed Friday night in a night game. Slept, woke up, paintballed all day Saturday. Slept and left for home Sunday morning. You Canadians don't fuck around, man. No, we are either dedicated or stupid. One of the two. I'm not sure which yet. <laughs> either way, it sounds fun, yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. It's. I would love to be able to do that. Like. Well, I give you an example. Milsig's doing an event. In uh, in Toronto, ten days, eight days, nine days from now. So I fly out of, I have to drive four hours to the airport, fly out of Fredericton, I get in Saturday morning, and I fly out Sunday morning. Uh, going to yeah. yeah. Are you, you going to broadcast a show from there, or? Uh, I don't have the equipment to do a live show, but I am definitely going to be. Uh, uh, taking some pictures and doing some video and whatnot. Right. And I'm stoked. I get to interview uh, the director of Milsig. He's flying in from Taiwan. Wow. We need that. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully <laughs> I don't just, like, totally Vince botch Command it. Bros. Yeah, Vincent Command Bros. and tell him we need a couple guns. Just a couple. Now, just a couple. Out, of, <laughs> out of curiosity, does the chauffeur count as media personnel? Yes, I'll make you carry some of my equipment. Awesome. I'd be like, no, you have to let way, him in. He's my caddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By the way, uh, what do you want your sign to say at the airport? Yeah, but that does sound awesome. Uh, now, when you when you interview him, 
Is he? It's, it's, why is he in town? Is it just because of the event, or? No, uh, so it's because Milsig. You'll see, it's going to launch in three days down in the states. Milsig is announcing uh, a drum mag for their uh, for their SMG, and it's a round drum mag. It's not like the box mag. It's a drum. Uh, wait, who are you meeting up with again? Is it Doug or no? Well, uh, no, no, no. I'm meeting up with. Uh, Milsig oh. dude himself. Uh, Nelson Nelson Liu. Nelson. Nelson Lau. Nelson Lau. And where's Milsig from? So, like, as far as I know, I guess the guy's coming in out of Taiwan. Yeah, okay. so, I didn't think they were based out of there. I don't know. Maybe he's just... I don't know what's going on there. That's what a plant is. I guess, because like the guy that I deal with for Milsig, his name's Doug, and he's in the States somewhere. Well, he might be part of Milsig, like the United States branch, because I know the guy that runs uh, Canadian Distribution. His name is Evan. Okay. So okay. I'm thinking that this guy's coming from the actual, like, the plant, yeah. like, the people who design it. Right. Build it. Okay. He's, he's coming down, so. That's pretty badass. Yeah, that is. Yeah, it's it's out of nowhere, too. It's just somebody I know was asking if I wanted to do interviews. And I was like, yeah, I'll do some interviews. He's like, cool, I'm going to set you up with this guy. I'm like, who's he? Eh, director of Milsig. Holy shit. Uh, and all yeah. you have to do is just get there, or what? <clears throat> pretty much. I just show up. I get... Uh, some time with the the new gear they're announcing, take some pictures, do some video, try some demos, interview some people, and then I sit down with this guy. Yeah. So. Play yeah. chorus right. You can cut out a couple middlemen and, uh, you know, saying work an angle for yourself. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give him the greatest massage he ever had. <laughs> with the happy ending. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag whatever it takes. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, I, I want to make connections. I don't want to make those kind of connections. Right. So. But then again. <laughs> yeah. There's always a but. We won't look at you any different. We won't. As long as you come out with product. Don't <laughs> Hey, look what I got, guys. I got a tech mat. <laughs> You're oh, worth right. more than just a sticker. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, no. Uh, how long have we been talking? An hour. Yeah, we're about an hour. We can keep going. Um, so, uh, Jay, Dan, oh. fellas, uh, let's talk. Cause, so you guys play the pro circuit or the semi-pro circuit, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Uh, I've never had anyone on the show who does that, so give us some insight. What's it like? Um. It's pretty fun, dude. It's like, um, I mean, you really can't, I mean, it's like any paintball, you know, like when you're lining up before the battle in like a scenario event, right? Like uh, before the, ha- the, you know, the buzzard sounds or whatever, um, you know, nothing else matters. You know, you're playing for your teammates, you're playing for your friends, you know, all the guys on the team are like some of my best friends. Uh, so there's 10 of us rostered. Um, I-, I don't know. Are you guys familiar with the format or no? Uh, vaguely. I'm be honest i haven't looked into it heavily yeah but so there's there's 12 minute clock running clock um and you play like race to four race to five or race to seven format um so every time you win a game you get one point and if you win like the mercy rules if you get up four points on a team you win the game um so and then there's the overtime point which is three minutes and then you have, and then it comes down to one-on-ones if you tie in the overtime point. 
So everyone loves it when it comes out of one-on-one just because it's, you know, it's badass. You know, it's one-on-one on a full-size X-Ball field. And, uh, you know, the best shooters, you know, are the guys that you send out. And, uh, you know, it turns out to be, like, really fun. You know, it's fun watching. But I don't think paintball will ever be a mainstream or, like, Olympic sport just because there's not one focal point. You know, you got five, you got ten guys shooting, you know, God knows how many different, you know, spots on the field. And there's just, you know, it's just too complicated for anyone who doesn't know paintball. Yeah, I get you. Like, it's like, you know, watching uh, watching soccer or football. You know, you can just sort of keep your eye on the ball. Yeah, you, exactly. You uh, yeah, I know. I, I tried to show some people speedball. And uh, it was just like, you know, this is this is competitive paintball. And they're like, how do you watch it? And I'm like, well, you got to look here, 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 and here. Yeah, man. And they're like, eh, no. Yeah. So. It's, it's all, but it's fun. I mean, the different venues, like the first venue next year is in uh, in Las Vegas. Sweet. So that should be fun. So uh, we'll kick that one off, and then uh, we'll see where we measure up. The first event always sees, like, where you're at with the other teams because every teams come from all over. Um, I mean, Canada has two of the top teams. Um, they have Image, Tank from Montreal, and then they have Edmonton Impact. So I don't know if you guys are familiar with those two teams, but uh, Edmonton Impact, I've I've heard the name a lot. Yeah, those are like the two best. Well, Im- Image is the best, like semi. I guess now D two, they're moving to semi pro next year. Okay, but Impact's like one of the best pro teams in the world. Yeah, because I always hear their name come up anytime we're talking uh, competitive paintball. Somebody yeah. always brings up Impact's name. Yeah, and, yeah, they're really fucking good. So, but to be perfectly honest, like if you showed me a bunch of pictures of faces and you were like, "Which one's on impact?" I couldn't tell you. <laughs> yeah, I right. Know what anyone, you know, I've never been. I've been like that with any sport, though. It doesn't matter. I couldn't pick out a player for uh, any hockey team. So gotcha. But um, that does sound pretty awesome. It sounds like it's yeah. Oh yeah, like plus, a big party. Yeah, plus you get to shoot ten point five balls per second. So. That's actually about the speed we play here. Like, if you're doing a big scenario and you got you got an electronic marker, that's what they cap okay. you at here is 10.5. Oh, nice, nice. So, ramping uh, or semi-capped? Uh, semi-capped. Okay, yeah, ours is ours is ramping. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's. So it's I mean, it's nice. You know, it takes a little takes away a little bit from the skill of the individual player, but um, it's still a lot of fun. Yeah, it's yeah, it's 10.5 sustained. Yeah, you reach that point, and then it's just like, don't matter. It's gonna go yep. ten point five until I run out. Exactly. So, uh, now, yeah, I mean, some fields we'll play at. Well, actually, okay, we'll allow uh, full auto, but they'll cap it. Mm-hmm. Which uh, there is nothing scarier than going into a scenario game, and you're running like a mag fed marker, trying to be all sneaky, uh, and there's just like a pack of speedballers come at you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how guys play mag fed in scenario events where they allow, you know. Speedball or electronic markers because I just you're gonna lose that battle every time I think. Uh, unless it's a really really big field and you got a lot of maneuvering room, yeah, yeah, you're gonna lose. That's why typically I'll I'll break out the the magfed marker, play around a little bit, but if I yeah. find it's you know there's a lot of speedballers and I'll bust out the mini and you know nice. level up the playing field a little bit. Yeah, no, absolutely, man. You so, have to. Oh yeah. Uh, now. Because we've got a mixture of uh, Milsim and and speedball players here, I gotta I want to ask a question because this was asked yesterday. We did a recording yesterday, and of course my 
amateur system decided to just roll over and die on me, and I lost the whole episode. And uh, <laughs> luckily, everyone was able to come on this show. This is awesome. We had somebody question. We had somebody ask a question. Was uh, the mercy rule? So let's say uh, ten foot or twenty foot uh, mercy rule. Should it be uh, a rule or a recommendation or like a courtesy? Recommendation. A courtesy. Courtesy. We don't have courtesy. it here. Yeah, we don't have no mercy. We don't have a mercy rule here. There's no mercy here. Yeah, so usually, if, if you're an asshole, if you get within like five, ten feet from someone and you shoot him in the ear, you know, or the neck. But if you shoot someone like ten feet away in the pack where they're not going to feel it, you know, but they know that they got shot there, I have no problem with that. But if you're going to be an asshole about it and shoot someone like right in the head, I not- say no mercy. It is what it is. You can say, hey, uh, you know, I got you, Mercy, but nine times out of ten, that guy's going to start shooting at you. So. No, that, okay, so let me, that's the other part of it is if, uh, well, in the speedball circuit, I could definitely see shooting within ten, ten feet because I've seen guys oh, no, pop the snake. To. Yeah, you right? have to. Right? You There's no to. mercy there. It's yeah. not like you're not going like, to be in the middle of a speedball game and like, hey, hey, you're out. Like, <laughs> it doesn't work. Yeah, that rule doesn't apply in, in you know the NXL format. Just, right. It's it's got to be a, a yeah, break. You're, you're trying to hurt that other player. Like that's um, just how it is. So, what I mean by the mercy rule is, uh, if how do I oh, how do I word this? Uh, you sneak up on somebody in a bunker. Right. So if he turns, if if you go yeah, up to somebody and go surrender, and they turn on you and you fire, that's legit. Oh yeah. But if you get within ten feet of somebody and you just open up on them, or yeah, you're an asshole. You at least got to give them the chance to surrender. Okay. Now, if they don't, then they got to accept the consequences. Okay. So you guys are in favor of having a mercy as a you have you know you, you give the mercy if that's what you want to do. That's how I look at it. If you yeah. want to be like, all right, this is how, for the, for me, the mercy rule is if you catch me off guard, you're going to catch somebody and they're going to know that they're beat. You know what I'm saying? They're going to be like, oh, you got me. But, but nine times out of ten, you're not going to catch them like that. I mean, you're going to, they're going to pop at you or you're going to pop at them. It's always going to go down like that. Just, just expect it. Like there's, there's, I've seen people get, you know, uh, snuck up on and, you know, there, there's a time when the, the guy's basically point blank and you're looking the entire a, way. Well, you know? I've been in a shootout and we had to be five feet from each other. Yeah. And the only reason he gave up, because I guess it hurt more than it hurt me. That was the last. <laughs> yeah. That was the last. The reason yeah, he gave up, because it hurt him more than it hurt me, because I wasn't going to quit. He just right. kept firing and I kept firing. I and mean, then we gave each other that and he walked off the field. My, my whole thing is nobody's going to die, so why not? Okay. Because... We were looking at it as uh, as uh, new players coming into the sport. Yeah, new players coming into the sport and stuff, you know. And and <clears throat> the argument was, how do you tell which one's a new player and not? Right? You could have a brand new player who is completely decked out in their older siblings' gear, so you know they're they're decked out in everything with a brand new marker, and they look like they've been playing for years. And then you could have a, a somebody's been playing for twenty years who they're using the same marker that they bought. 10 years earlier and they just look like some guy who rolled off the field but in fact they're just and, and so that's good. exactly what I'm talking about. I don't have time to determine where you're at in paintball. If you're <laughs> out here, it's a learning curve, bro. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and look at you. I mean, unless you're a little ass kid like yeah, uh, we wouldn't do that to kids. Yeah, little kid. Hey, Mr. Energy. Oh, no, Mr. Energy. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're out 
out here. You're out here. I'm not going to be like, well, you know what? Looking at your marker and your pants, maybe I should. No, nah, man. If you're out here, you're getting shot. And I look at the same. Like I said, I get shot in the face all the time. All the time. I don't know who shot me in the face. Was a professional paintballer or he started just that day. All I know is that paintball reached my mask and I was out. It's a learning curve. That's what it is. So if you run up behind me, and I had a guy run up on me, and he was like, free surrender, blah, blah, blah. I would have shot him, but he just so happened to be on the same team. But, <laughs> you know what I mean, he gave me that that option, but in all actuality, he really shouldn't have. Okay, but yeah. you're, you're all in favor of at least giving the option, not yeah, just. If that's, what, if that's what you want to do, you know what I mean? But if you don't, I'm not going to be mad at you, I understand. You know, Now, if you're right next to the guy, you know, you, you came, he's, he's facing the West. And you come up on the east side, and he turns around and sees you. You're like, yo, I got you. He's going to be like, you got me. But, you know, if I see you coming, and we're shooting it out, and I'm, oh, I got you some bunker. No, we're going to have to shoot this one out. Because the, the worst case scenario. I don't scenario, feel like walking back to the spawn point. At least by myself, you're walking with me. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, everybody's getting wetted up with paint. That's just how I look at it. You know what I mean? Okay. That's the whole reason why we're out here, to play Army. You know, and, and to shoot each other up. Yeah, the paintballs hurt for a reason. That's why it's funner than playing just saying pow, pow, pow. It's funner because you get hit and you really know, like, oh, okay. You know, and every time you get hit is every time you get better because now you know what's exposed. Okay, I need to pull, I need to tuck my leg better next time. I need to get smaller, make a smaller package behind that tree. You know, but if, if you don't look at it from that perspective, you're not going to get better. So, like, you know, sometimes pain is the best teacher. I take that, tell that to my kids all the time when they mess up. <laughs> okay. This okay. is a whole new conversation compared to the uh, last one. Yeah, the last one went a little differently. Um, yeah, right. yeah, the last one. A little bit more, more, a little bit uh, caring and sharing. No, no, it wasn't. It was a full no. heated debate. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, because uh, one guy was saying that under no circumstances uh, do you give a surrender. All right, you, I can you, understand that. You take the shot, no matter what. I said, okay. I said, what if? Because uh, and then he brought up the scenario of uh, he was in a game and he was up against a bunker, and then somehow another player got to the other side of that bunker, and the other player yelled, uh, "All right, surrender!" Bunker, bunker, bunker. Yeah. And uh, I guess he ended up going no, and just like they duped it out. Okay. And my thought yeah. process was if somebody manages to get to the other side of the bunker as me and all that's you know separating us is you know a inch and a half of wood um you know i would now just me being me you mm -hmm. got that close to me you deserve to have an out but you're i'm that close to you so in my mind we should both walk off yeah, but see, that's what I'm saying. You know that's not going to happen. So we shoot it out. Yeah, exactly. Well, no, I would offer the option. You know what? I would be like on the other side of the board, and I'd yell out. I'd be like, okay, okay. How about we just both call ourselves out because this isn't going to end well. See, that now you sound like the kid in, in the school you are talking about. You know what? I really don't want to fight you. You know, you might as well just duke it out. Well. He'll respect you in the morning. Yeah, he would. <laughs> now, see, now, I just, I would, I would give that option. I would be like, okay, let's call each other out. Because it, this is going to go one of two ways, either you know. Yeah, but you got to look. If somebody took all that time to get to you, yeah. you're not going to call yourself out, <laughs> honestly. And you, been, and you didn't shoot them. Yeah, he's been, not going to call yourself out. Yeah, he's been stalking that bunker for a minute. He did a lot just to get to you. Honestly, I'm not going to give it up. To I mean, don't get me wrong. You have the right to do that. No, that's but, what I mean. And yeah. if he doesn't want to give it up, that's fine. I will. I'll fight for it. 
Right. But yeah. I'm the kind of guy who's I'm going to give you the option. You, If I say, how about we both call ourselves out and we you know, shake hands, he goes, nope. I said, all right. And so then I come over to, top the bunker. Now listen to what you're saying. You're saying the guy's going to start all the way to the bunker where you sneak up behind you and be like, yo, do you surrender? And you're going to be like, hey, why don't we both surrender? And he's going to be like, yeah, that sounds fair after I just came across the field just to kill you. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, that just doesn't sound really Has that ever worked? I don't know. I've never let anyone get that close to me. Well, I think it depends mainly on the size of the bunker, because the one that we're talking about, I believe, is the town hall, and that actually is pretty big. I think it's, what, 15 feet by 15 feet? Well, hell, if I knew that yesterday. That's a shootout, man. That's that's a shootout. I'm not yelling at somebody being like, hey, you guys need to surrender. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's not gonna happen yeah exactly <laughs> you might have to just shoot it out man just shoot it okay. out no, that's 15 why feet, you're yeah. out there just have, I mean and at the end cause 9 times in 10 you're both going to end up shooting each other alright so you both have to walk off either way so either way it's still satisfactory for both parties hey you shot me I, I walked all the way and I killed you yeah but I shot you too alright now we can walk back yeah, and have this whole ass story and shit right. but instead of like hey man give and you're like, yeah, I'm gonna give up. It's not gonna work like that. There's no satisfaction. Plus, how would that look in front of your woman? Yeah, for real. She's like, he's a bitch ass motherfucker. <laughs> okay. You gave up to All this right. ten year old? <laughs> <laughs> um, the okay. Now, what do you think of of fields having a mercy rule, and and I mean a field, uh, saying at you know, ten feet you gotta offer the mercy. Like that's the field saying. The rule is at ten feet you have to offer it. Yeah, that's fine because they're they're catering to the new like the a beginner player. Right. You know, okay. they're catering to the new player. They don't want them to have a shitty experience. Right. right, and that's where I think that's where our argument started yesterday was. I was in favor of it. I was saying the field needs to to have say the field oh, needs to say this is the rule. Yeah. You have to field offer the mercy. Sure. Uh, Talking scenario events though, I think it's you're playing for points. You're playing to win the game. I think it's you know. It's, it's too much to think about. I mean, personally, if the field says, hey, there's a 10-foot, I will respect that, you know what I mean, because that's what they want. But if there's not, I'm going I'm, – I'm not using that 10-foot courtesy. Now, don't get me wrong. I very seldom will run up on anybody more than, like, 5, 10 feet and shoot them, you know what I mean? But if, if they're around the corner and, I, and they, they startle me, they don't know I'm there, you know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a gun. It, it is what it is. But, like, I don't really purposely try to shoot people at a close distance. But – if it's a bunker dude and it's like, hey, you know what I'm saying? It, it, I'm going to shoot it out with you. Uh, I, I I personally will not take the mercy. It's, it's going to be shit unless you really caught me off surprise, you know. Dude, it's, I get I get bunkered all the time, so or like I'll bunker other people all the time, so it really doesn't matter to me how close you get, you know. Yeah. I ear hole guys, or I'll I'll try to ear hole guys. See, see, these guys are a lot meaner than the commander like, brothers. <laughs> <laughs> it's that wanna, speedball. That thing. speedball is is they're punishers. We're we're players. <laughs> we like to play and have fun. They will punish you. But yeah, hooligan. I definitely think Fields should have the you know five or ten foot mercy rule for sure. Yeah, just like that's what I was thinking for that new player. Because yeah. if I'm playing against experienced players, like let's say I go up against Command Bros, I know I can run up on them because I know if I nail them from yep. less than ten feet, exactly. they're not gonna quit playing. But you get that brand new player. You know they've they have no idea what they're doing. They're excited. Yeah. They're confused. Their lens is fogged up because they got a rental mask. <laughs> <laughs> and I run up on them, and I'm less than 10 feet, and I just run up and be like, bam, that's right, I'm a better player than you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, uh, and that's they're not going to want to come back. Yeah. yeah that, and that's cool. And, you know, I, and I can respect that, you know, but, like, 
I'm just saying, if somebody runs up on me and shoots me, I'm not mad about it. And then when I when I'm out in the field, I really don't gauge somebody. All my firefights have been at least, you know, fifty to one hundred fifty feet. I, I really don't run up on a bunker or anything like that. People have done that to me, but you know, I'm, I, that's just not the type of player I am. I'm just know? too lazy to run up on a bunker. I've actually been practicing that. Yeah, I, I, I like to sit in the woods and like you know, I like to get you through the leaves and stuff like that. You know, when I start shooting you, I like to you not to know exactly where I'm hitting until it's too late. Like a lot of people, I, I like a bunch of weeds and thick bush and all that stuff in the Go woods. Go up to Canada. All right. <laughs> We've got all that in more ways than one. Yeah. But yeah, but you know, but like, you know, I, I do see it happening sometimes depending on the field that you have, you know, how the, how the, uh, the, the bunkers are set up or, you know, the barriers, they're kind of closed and I, and I watch people shoot it out. But you know, if, if, if the field decides, I don't necessarily think that they absolutely need a, um, let's, let me put it to you like this. I think the 10, the 10 foot roll is cool for like free play because you do have a lot of noobs. But during scenario games, I think the people know exactly what they're getting into. Yeah, okay. I can you know, that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, does that make any sense? Yeah. Your scenario, now, uh, how heated was this last conversation? Like, um, well, fairly heated. The thing was, is the last conversation was with a somebody who does a lot of YouTube videos, and he said that. Um, how did he word it? He said, when uh, I'm out playing... a regular, he will take the shot against someone he knows is new. He will offer the surrender, but if he sees them so much as Twitch, he will take the shot. Jesus. Wow. Right, but he mentioned something about his videos. He said yeah. that it, he's, he's got to make that? videos. Jack watches videos. Yeah. Huh? You want to look at their videos. Well, if Paintball Nexus was up already, I'm burning myself right here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't want to mention names because it's that... Controversial? No. Yeah. Well, you know what? It was nightmare. And because uh, <laughs> you know what, if the video, if the episode had worked, it would be online right now. Um, but he he mentioned, you know, he was yeah. If they twitch, he takes a shot. So you know, I watched I watched that good. No, it's just like a person's natural reaction is to like flinch a little bit if they see someone you know come around the corner. Doesn't mean they're gonna pull up their gun and shoot. But I mean, if that's if that's how that guy plays, like if I ever was on the field with him, like that's. You know, I mean, I, I watched Nightmare video, and he never came off like that to me. He he seemed more like a stalker. You know, I believe it's more for the term Twitch. It's more you lift your gun from the ready to the firing. Uh, yeah, you, you, you go to spin. You yeah. go to spin. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, I'm, I'm shooting that person too. Then you know, like yeah. that, that's the but and, like, absolutely, and that's where that's where I agreed with them was if if somebody comes up with me and they surrender me. I'm just gonna like just like bow my head and be like, well, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if I know that they've got me, if uh, but if somebody's just like you know, like I said, like 15 feet away, just being like, you need to surrender. And yeah. Like, no, we're going toe to toe. Exactly. You know, that's exactly what I'm saying. We're on the same page. We're on the same page. Yeah. yeah. Exactly what I'm saying. Like, okay. If they pass me and it's like, okay, you got me. That's obvious. It's like I'm not going to sit there and try to retaliate. But yeah, you're not going to scream across the room and be like, surrender. That's not going down. Yeah. Right? It's this. As long as I have enough room to dodge a paintball. Right. I'm and shooting out. I'm just I'm because my first experience paintballing, I ended up getting. Uh, domed in the back of the head from I'd say about five feet away. Ooh, yeah, that's and it hurt like yeah. hell. And I mean that's my first game. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was brutal because 
I went up against somebody who played competitively, and I'm sitting there with like a piranha, and no idea what I'm doing. That was that was your first mistake, bro. <laughs> buying a piranha, dude. No, that wasn't me buying. That was me renting. That was like a friend's <laughs> birthday party. Piranha. Like sound like a paintball gun. You know, went in there with goldfish. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I've I think I've got a bit of a a soft spot when somebody's just like you know if you if you run up on someone and just fire as soon as you see them without offering a surrender it's just sort of i don't know i think it hits a nerve with me just because he this guy was competitive and i was obviously a rental because he watched me rent my gear (laughs) well see that was a problem with old paintball you know now it's time to embrace the the newbies yeah Yeah. not torture them anymore right exactly and now I took the hit and I was just like, okay, that sucked. But I played rugby, so I was like, yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll Did you get the motherfucker back or what? Uh, I tried so hard. But, <laughs> but I was just like going at him with like a semi auto piranha that was jamming. And he's just like, hey, look at this. Bop. Look, mom, no hands. Yeah. Right, exactly. He's just like, I'm like like ruffling in my, uh, trying to get my pot to go into the into the hopper. I'm like spilling paintballs everywhere. He's just like firing one handed while just like freeloading. It's like, this sucks. <laughs> I can't get anywhere near this guy. So. Oh, well, but that was, uh, the argument yesterday was, was more heated, but I like how this one turned out. This was nice and civil. It was fantastic. Uh, not that the other one wasn't. Add to this conversation before we change subjects. I personally, well, as I mentioned before, I ref at a field, I play at that same field and that field's main goal is to get new players into the sport. So it's always walk-ons. There's always new players there. I'm always making sure that they're shooting. We say don't shoot closer than 20 feet, expecting them to cross at least 10 feet into that. So it's still giving that kind of safety barrier. So then we can say, hey, you shot closer than 20 feet. Just be careful next time. At least you work 10 feet or closer kind of thing. But because of that, it is so ingrained in my playing style that I never go closer than 10 feet, that I never will take the shot by default. It will always be come up to the person, scream surrender, and Get a couple shot. times that... Yeah, at PRZ, I did that to a group of seven. That Dick. group of seven did not know I was there. And then all of a sudden, I was lit up. And yeah, it's just... It sucked, but that's... Yeah, just, dude. yeah I wouldn't have surrendered. Don't group surrender groups. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was only aiming for the one person, but then there was... Like six people looking in the other direction, and they all turned around at the same time. It's like, ah, oh, fuck. They all would have got shot at the same time. <laughs> yeah. No. You don't surrender groups. No. <laughs> uh, when, I got, when I got into it, I came up on a guy who just surrendered, made a guy surrender. Then he seen me and rose his gun, and we just started shooting through a window at each other. <laughs> well, and, I remember uh, I had one game that, and this is a prime example of, uh, of, not offering a surrender, actually, because we just both found out we were there. But the only thing separating us was a bush. That was it. Somehow we didn't. He snuck up on me, and I sort of snuck up on him, kind of thing. I don't think either of us knew really knew that we were there. And then I heard like a twig break, and I was like, hmm. And I sort of stopped, and I heard paintballs rattle, and I just unloaded on the bush. Yeah, but you I'm pr- have to. <laughs> right, and, and then he unloaded on the bush, but. It just shredded every paintball, so uh-huh, we okay. actually didn't get each other. 
<laughs> it was just we're both like yelling at each other and just firing away and it was just ridiculous See, my, the worst part is like when I, when something like that happens it's like get out you know like i shot you get out but they never hit you you know and then you got that on-field argument going on yeah no we weren't uh like arguing with each other it was just like a lot of ah! like uh, shooting okay. at each other through the bush because we couldn't see each other we just knew we were there yeah yeah i got gotcha. you and, and then we both stood up and could touch each other that's how close we were <laughs> like it was hilarious absolutely hilarious but oh well good times now uh i don't know you guys got anything else because we're running at an hour and a half which is usually about half an hour yeah, it's usually long for your job yeah 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 yeah, yeah. well uh we'll come up with some other shit in like uh two months let's do this again yeah yeah all right i'll let me pen you in oh yeah pen us in bro <laughs> i'm gonna have to go buy like an actual log book now you might have to become a professional. Oh, God, no. Professional. I'm not ready for this. No. Uh, but, yeah, we'll do it again. We'll do it again in two months. How's that sound? Yeah, that's cool. perfect, dude. Fantastic. So February, we're looking at January, February, right? January. January. No, no, February. February, yeah. Yeah, yeah it'll be February. It'll, it'll start. Uh, no, it's still cold as well. No, but we'll, we'll still be playing. We'll be going to this indoor place, so. Sweet. See, we're the kids. We have no idea what's going on. <laughs> You're just along for the ride. It's yeah, right on. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, guys, you wanna you wanna plug anything? You wanna um, plug punishers for me? Okay, yeah, of course. It's Command Bros Energy One, also known as Death Car. We're gonna plug uh, Kill House Weapon Systems up in Canada, Canada, because we love you Canadians. And of course, Paintball Punisher. Uh, PB.com. Exactly. is our sponsors from the United States down here at Western PA. He said PB.com. PunisherPB.com. PunisherPB.com. And the DC All-Stars. And the DC All-Stars. Jay, who's like my dad, even though he's way younger than me. And Dan, who's like <laughs> a mean-ass, grumpy uncle. And they yell at us all the time. This is the Command Bros. Thank you for having oh, us. Oh, we forgot uh, uh, Badlands Paintball. Badlands Paintball. Here, take it up. Mission Over. Master Scenario. And... And all you gay. And all you gay smoker days. Whenever you feel like getting smoky, use an all the gay. <laughs> did you think of that one all by yourself? Yes, we did. As we were smoking. Um, <laughs> and um, a shout out to, I hope this isn't the cop, you know, a shout out to Behind the Bunker because they show a lot of the Command Bro stuff. No, nah, man, Behind the Bunker's cool. I like them. Yeah, yeah. They're good guys. Shout out to the whole Behind the Bunker crew, Todd, and the whole night. Nice. James, you got anything by? Uh, basically just plugging myself here, uh, Paintball Nexus, if you feel like helping out. <laughs> if you feel like helping out, uh, even donating a single dollar will actually help. I would pay for it myself, but times are rough right now. Um, hopefully once this project's all done and set up and everything it'll work the way it's supposed to it'll help get us new players into the game and help other players connect with other players other than that uh if you're in toronto on what is it the 13th of this month feel free to stop by defcon is it defcon are you asking me like where the event yeah. is going to be yes defcon yeah. paintball yeah. mississauga okay there we go so yeah, and come say hi to myself, Hooligan, and yeah, I forget the other two that you mentioned are coming. Uh, Blake and Guardian, that's who it is. 
Okay, there we go. We'll all be there. It'll be a good time. Well, everyone who matters, anyway. Nightmare's not going to be there. No, he's well, not. We, we, we definitely, Command Bros will definitely not be at DevCon on the 13th, but it is Command Bro recommended and Command Bro approved. So, uh, well, that's though, all we needed right there. That's, that's all you needed, bro. That's all you needed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we definitely know it's going to be fun. And when we do come up to Canada, uh, you know, everybody will let you know that we are going to be up there. And, and we're, we're going to hunt nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's going to be, it's going to be a big party. Hopefully we don't have to build shells or anything. But, but <laughs> no, that's he only you know he only does it every once in a while. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, I feel slightly ob obligated. Yeah, I'm saying that right. Feel obligated to uh, mention Jester's event, which is Hoth on Earth Part Two, which Ooh, takes place on February thirteenth. Hoth on Earth. Yeah, that was a cool time. We uh, real quick, he had a game last year. It was his first opening game. He opened his field in the middle of the winter, and. It had snowed a ton, so his field, actual field that he wanted us to use, ended up being unusable. There was too much snow. Uh, mm -hmm. So he busted out the snowblower, and he had this big field, and he just made trench networks. Uh, that were only uh, about two and a half, I'd say three feet tall. So uh, if you're on your knees, your, yeah, you know, your chest and higher was exposed. So everyone was like belly crawling. You'd lose them for like two or three minutes, and they'd pop up on the other side of the field on you, and it was... It was intense. Yeah, now that sounds exciting, man. I, would, I mean, if he could actually schedule, he should try to figure out a way to schedule that, like into an annual game. That's his plan. That yeah, because we, we're always giving Jester secrets away. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Somehow we're always giving his, his secrets away, but but yeah, that 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 will be like a significant like thing to actually pull people from the states to come up because I would I would actually do that. Yeah, would, it's just going to get bigger and bigger every year. Right. Yeah. It's just be awesome. Just, the Star Wars theme itself, like Hoth on Earth, makes it sound like, "Ooh, I want to go! I want to go!" So you know, if, if yeah, I've, <laughs> I've been bugging him about. Uh, oh, keep talking. One of you just keep talking. <laughs> yeah. I've oh, been. Uh, oh, for the love of God! <laughs> if he can actually implement and push that into like a an annual game, all he has to do is figure out. You know, the guys, when, when you guys get the most precipitation, you know what I'm saying, and, and schedule us to dig those trenches, man, I'm telling you, if he builds it, I'll come. People will come. If you build it, they will come. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Because that sounds kick ass. You know, Hoth on Earth, up in, you know, Jester's Field, that'd be great. I bet you people will even be dressed up as like snowtroopers and shit. Uh, yeah, I kind of yeah. want to get dressed up. Yeah, see? 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 Right. Just the word hop. Like, oh, that would be cool. I'd be a snowtrooper with my little, you know what I'm saying, my little paintball gun. That'd be great. I would I would definitely do that if I knew how to stay warm. Don't worry. For uh, our American brothers and sisters that come down, we'll strap a heater to your back with a car battery. You'll stay warm. All right. We'll figure it out. Sweet. But, uh, uh, okay, cool. <clears throat> I think we're going to kill it there. I think we're going to end it here because we're pushing like an hour and a lot. Yeah, an hour and 40 sorry, minutes. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good stuff. There's right. no dead air. It was fantastic. So, um, so Command Bros, thank you for coming on. Hey, thank you for having us. Absolutely. Uh, and we'll forget your name, back. Jay and Dan from uh, DC All-Stars. DC All-Stars. That, uh, that was a really awesome like surprise guest. That was really cool. Hey, yeah, we'll do it again, man. <laughs> Absolutely. And James, thanks for coming on again and uh, talking about the Nexus for the second time. <laughs> my honor as always sweet alright fellas and uh, for everyone listening thanks for tuning in and
downloading or streaming this. It uh, much appreciated. Send us a message on Facebook or on Instagram, whatever, it doesn't matter. And, uh, you know, tell us what you think. If you don't like it, that's fine. I want to know. If you do like it, I also want to know that. So hit us up. And everyone, until next week, everyone, cheers. All right. Cheers. 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 Cheers.